This is what camp's about. Who's with me? Keep telling your little story. What was that? Hello? Hello? Can anybody? Time for you all to leave. Hey. Clearly this group has no respect for my lab. Oh, Bumpy. Gave it a name that's precious. We're on our own. We've lined up exclusive behind-the-scenes tours of Jurassic World. Ooh. Yes! Dinosaurs? Plenty of dinosaurs. So, ready for an adventure? Absolutely. But I'm going to need that speech a little shorter and really try to lean into the majesty of this place. <laughs> okay, we're going now. Let's get the six of you to camp. We're back at it again for our Camp Cretaceous Month, breaking down episodes from Season 1. And in this podcast, we are covering the third episode entitled The Cattle Drive. Uh, And I think it's an aptly titled episode. And I'd say, I think I brought on one of the most renowned farmers and cattle herders. Wait, (laughs) wait a second. Wrong notes, wrong notes, sorry. <clears throat> Let me start that over. Um, today I've brought on a theme park aficionado, podcaster, and YouTuber, Alicia Stella, to break down this one right here. So, Alicia, let me ask you, you like cattle? <laughs> I was like, are you about to introduce Sammy? <laughs> Is Sammy here? <laughs> yeah, ca- Sammy's pretty good at, at all this. So, uh, yeah, I think it's a, it's a well-titled episode. Um, not something you would expect, but... This is the the little intricacies and things that you get to learn from this show, uh, you know, little experiences like this. So I, I love this show for that reason. Yeah, and I like Brachiosaur. I think of him as big cattle. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, there was a, a point in, I think, mm, I don't know, if, I think it was the first episode where they talked about um, herding all these dinosaurs to like their nighttime pens. And that was like really exciting for me. It's such like a, a nerdy little detail, but I'm like, Oh my gosh, they, they heard them to nighttime pens. I just thought they wandered wherever they wanted. <laughs> yeah. It's just like the, the safari at animal kingdom. They do the exact same thing. They have them all out there during the day, but at nighttime they go into the, you know, the stables. Yeah. <laughs> just like any zoo or farm. <laughs> Jurassic world gave us such a good glimpse at, um, you know, what it could be, what a theme park operating with Jurassic World could be, but never really dove into all those little intricacies. So I'm, I'm glad that we're getting shows like this. Um, the, the Jurassic World live tour showed a lot of cool stuff like that, too. And oh, yeah, uh, this, yeah, this one's just opening up the world even more. And I'm excited for the second season to see how much more because they, they have their, their own room to explore now. They don't have to stick to, you know, the, the story of Jurassic World. Yeah, I saw that Fallen Kingdom doesn't happen for three more years in the timeline. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, are they going to leave these kids here? Spoilers for three years <laughs> between the events of the first and the second movie, because it leaves a lot of room for uh, seasons if they do. If they, yeah, we'll get like 45 seasons, I think, between now and then. <laughs> um, but so this episode starts off uh, at the campsite. And it's really, really ominous. And I do have uh, a little audio clip. So let me go ahead and play that before we get into it. We thought it'd be fun. We thought we'd be safe, but we didn't realize the horror waiting for us on the island. Claws. Teeth. Screaming. So much screaming. How much screaming? Shh! He's getting to the good part. The T-Rex stalked closer. Her jaws opened wide. 
What? Huh? For the vlog. Keep telling your little story. <laughs> so <laughs> I love I love this introduction here because it's uh as soon as the episode starts, you're getting these like embers and and stuff flaring all over, and he's 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 narrating. And at first I'm like, oh, he's he's like he's the narrator of this episode telling what happened off screen in between episodes or something and i'm like oh man what happened and then all of a sudden you realize hey no it's just a little little campfire story <laughs> well i the first time and even re-watching it my brain is like is this the trailer is the trailer playing again because that's the <laughs> opening of the trailer it's and it's true. like it's it's dialogue that is definitely put in there to use in a trailer type situation yeah um but also what's with jurassic world as a franchise what's with their obsession with teeth they're just they always want more teeth <laughs> and they want to bring up teeth <laughs> that's the thing with with whole with this whole jurassic world centric uh thing they they have to center absolutely everything around jurassic world it doesn't matter what it is. You know, if, if it's this TV show, if it's the live tour, if it's uh, theme park attractions, everything has to be centered around this one moment in time, which includes this conversation about having more teeth. So they're obsessed. Yeah. They're obsessed. Um, but but I, I love that, uh, you know, after the last episode, Kenji and Darius, they're kind of like, they're bros now. They're they're good after a little bit of headbutting. So Kenji is just like loving this story. Ben's a bit scared. He's clinging on to Kenji, and uh, Yaz uh, Yasmina is just like off writing by herself. And and uh, I like the dynamic of all these kids together. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, that show did a great job of building the characters and having the slow burn of like they're they're completely all opposites, and then they start to pair off, and then they go at each other in pairs, and then they all become friends by the end. <laughs> so it's like one really good long first act to a story, setting up for the next act, which is like season two. So like that's mm -hmm. pretty exciting. But yeah, no, it's uh, it's a, it's definitely a perfect beginning to the next section where you know he's telling a story haven't they already encountered some dangerous stuff by the way i like <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. he's trying to cut the tension of like but th this hasn't been a normal camp already and i'm already like are we telling scary <laughs> stories when we've already had close encounters and dangerous okay okay yeah i i do find that funny like yeah let's tell some pretty morbid stories about a t-rex attack when you know hey it could happen anytime and we yeah like you said we've already encountered several issues and uh, it it always makes me question like uh, and I've had this conversation a lot on the podcast is like in a dinosaur theme park what is what are the walk around characters are they humans or are they dinosaur like people in a dinosaur suit like a realistic suit like blue at Islands of Adventure or something or is it like and I've joked about this an up, upright Arlo like from from uh, whatever the good dinosaur just like walking around like doo, 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 you know like well, what, what is the you, walk around character maybe it's like Maybe it's like SeaWorld or zoos where you go and they have like a walk around whale and a walk around dolphin and a walk around shark. And they're very cartoony, <laughs> but yeah. they're also in front of an actual shark exhibit. Yeah. So I guess you can have that dichotomy of like, here, get your picture with this cute character and then go look at the T-Rex eat a goat. <laughs> so, uh, so I, I, like I said, I love this moment. The storm rolls in. Storms are very Jurassic. So that works. Um, mm -hmm. and, and this little detail, Brooklyn, like, I don't know what's going on with Brooklyn in this moment because all of a sudden she's just like, ah, this is a waste of time. That was boring. This story is boring. Like she's just really hating on Darius's story. It's um, even worse the next day. It's like you got over <laughs> that lame story pretty quick. I, yeah. I can't do that. It's like, Brooklyn, yep. why are you so mean all of a sudden? <laughs> 
Um, so, so at this point, are you identifying with any particular character uh, in the show? Is there somebody you're more like uh, apt to feel like you relate to them or or anything? Oh, at this point in the show, I mean, you want to relate to the main protagonist, so Darius, of course, but at the same time, I'm like, I always feel like I, I more relate to Sammy, <laughs> because she's messed up, she's got secrets, <laughs> she's like trying too hard to make friends, I'm like, oh, that's definitely more me. <laughs> I love that because uh, there was that scene in the lab in the last episode where she's like, she's just like going nuts. And she's like, oh, what is that? What is this? What is that? <laughs> I, I'm just trying to imagine you do that right now. <laughs> I I would. I mean, she has ulterior motives, but I would do that anyway. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> so like I said, the storm rolls in and we cut to the inside where uh, I there's like a, a decent conversation between Sammy, Sammy and Yasmina. Um, and we haven't really gotten a lot from Yasmina at this point. She's just been like quiet off to her, like, off in the corner, off to herself. So uh, we get to learn a little bit here in this clip, at least. Yeah. Yeah. What? I'm such a ding dong. You're alone. And when I feel alone, having a friend around sure is nice. And I could use a friend and you probably could too. So I thought, wait, Yasmina just needs someone to make the first friendship move. So here I am. Um, I lost you around ding dong. <gasps> is that a scrapbook? <laughs> I love scrapbooking. We can make one together. Pull you out of your shell. Pretty happy in my shell. No one likes the shell. It stops people from getting to know you. Bingo. I know you're just shy. Can't hear you in my shell. <laughs> I uh, I love her demeanor there. Like, Yaz is just like, I'm just trying to do my thing. I'm I'm here on like uh, you know, I don't know what it was on scholarship or something. It was a. Uh, uh, what is it called? She had a sponsorship. A sponsorship. So she's just trying to do her thing. But Sammy's like a little overbearing, but it's hilarious. I love it. <laughs> well, I think you lost me somewhere around Ding Dong. Is <laughs> <laughs> one of my classic lines from the show. <laughs> the the show is like it, it's got every element you could want at least for me like and comedy is one of those elements that it just i think it nails like right off the bat i'm finding so much hilarity from all these different characters and their different uh their different just the ways that, that like they're I, I don't know their archetypes i guess each one of them has a funny thing about them so yeah they're they're pretty cool um so at this point, we cut to the valley. Uh, this show is cutting all over the place. Um, and actually, the next one's cutting even even more. But um, so this is where the cattle drive kind of comes in here. So this is like one of the, the fun festivities that they have planned for the kids is like, hey, you're going to get to drive these gyrospheres. Um, and another little cool piece of information is that the park per park personnel are moving groups of dinosaurs across the island to fresh fresh grazing lands and you know like we were talking about before you don't necessarily get these details these like little things from jurassic world like right and i, I these love are massive that. animals and if they're going to be grazing they're going to graze all the grass that is available and they're yeah. going to have to move them on to greener pastures um i also love all the jurassic park imagery and the mm -hmm. fact that, like, instead of just the blue Jeeps and stuff, like, this, the backstage people have the red Jeeps. And, like, everything's very Jurassic Park. Like, it's a longer car than the Jeep, but it's painted the red and gray. Yeah. Um, it's so perfect. <laughs> yeah, this this episode is, uh, it's a good, you know, combination of both because you have the gyrosphere right there. But um, everything else so far throughout the series has been, like, straight up Jurassic Park. And I love that. And it, 
I was, I don't know where I was talking. Maybe I was talking about it on live stream, but, um, mm. uh, and, and I think maybe our last guest, uh, brought up the fact that like, you know, they, they made such a big point of saying to, to Lowry in Jurassic world that like, Hey, it's a little, you know, in mm-hmm. bad taste to wear that, that Jurassic park shirt, but yet we're going to set up a camp on the other side of the Island. That is like straight up a huge reference to Jurassic park. So yeah, you were talking about Mr. DNA. It's like, you got to save money on graphics. You got to say, we had this stored on some floppy disks from the nineties. We might as well use yeah. it. <laughs> Um, sorry. So at this point they, they kind of team everybody up. Kenji's with Ben, um, which is a hilarious combination. Sammy is with Yaz. Uh, they're trying to be best friends apparently. And Darius is now with they Brooklyn. Now they the shell. Yeah. They be the shell together. <laughs> and one of my favorite things about this, and it has become like such a fun meme, I feel like in the Jurassic community is Ben is terrible at, uh, you know, driving the the gyrosphere, he crashes into the truck and then ends up just spinning in circles while Kenji is just staring. Like he will not, he's like locked eyes with the counselors and will not leave their focus. And it's so funny to me. I love it so much. <laughs> I love that. It's so good. Um, but uh, that's the stuff that I, I just didn't really expect from the show was, was really masterful comedy to me like and kenji is is at the center of all that i feel like you know at the start of the show i was like i'm not gonna like this this kid he's he seems really arrogant he shows up in his helicopter and by episode you know three i'm just like dying laughing at him he's so funny i um i i know i love ben um he's um the never-ending uh supply of things from the the waste pouch that uh, the, the fanny pack that never ends yeah what's up with that he's got like 19 uh, drinks in there got some juice boxes but the last episode i'm like how in the world do you still have six more juice boxes in that fanny pack makes no sense but i'm i'm totally there for it <laughs> Um, so this kind of kicks off a pretty, I think a pretty amazing scene. Uh, you have, you have like this cattle drive kick off and it, the cam- camera movements and just the music and everything as they're kind of weaving in and out of all these dinosaurs. It's very oh, reminiscent. It starts with the full Jurassic Park score too. Yeah. It's not, it's not the show score. It's not Jurassic World. It is just full on Jurassic Park. Like let's enjoy the majesty of the animals. Mm-hmm. I love how they painted them all slightly different colors. So instead of like the movies where they're all kind of tans and topes, like mm-hmm. this, they have like reds and greens and orange, and it's like very beautiful. The show is done in such a creative, colorful way that like it's it's still a cartoon for kids, <laughs> but the majesty of it is like very beautiful. Yeah, yeah, I know. I I um I'm. I was talking on twitter i think the other day because like somebody made a post that like you know everybody wants sequels to be uh the original and you can't get away from that and and i feel like with jurassic that's that's pretty um that's pretty apparent like everybody wants the sequels to be like that moment in jurassic park when you first see the brachiosaurus and i think this show actually does a good job at coming close to those moments and and being really like full of awe and wonder whether it was on top of the tower when they're taking a look at the herd or you know, in this mo in this moment when the cattle drive kind of kicks off, it's it's really really like majestic. I love it. Um, Definitely, so, yeah, it's a beautiful moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, so again, Sammy's like, all right, I'm, I'm gonna get to know Yaz, but Yaz still isn't into it. Um, like I said, Kenji and, and Ben are not getting together, getting along together, and I really like this. This is actually pretty good. Um, a little moment between Brooklyn and Darius. I have uh, a little audio clip here, so let's take a listen to that. How awesome is this? We're 
used to be cool. You made Jurassic World boring. Lame. Lame. No one likes you anymore. Uh, hey! Can you believe that any Kylosaurus's tail is strong enough to shatter bone? Can you believe I don't care? <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm just having one of those days. There's a lot of pressure when your whole life is about being popular, and I, I'm not like you. I can't just tell a lame story and move on. <laughs> Wasn't that lame? Trust me, it was. It totally was, but it's <laughs> not even phased. I just need people to, to like me. You wouldn't understand. So yeah, it's like she's trying to apologize, but it's just really a backhanded like apology in a way because she's like, "Hey man, you're still pretty dumb. You know, you're a dumb kid." But uh, I, I'm sorry. She breathes you know? in. She breathes in like she's. I'm like, oh, she's gonna apologize, and she doubles down. She's like, no, it really was. It was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. But I, you know, at the same time, I, I definitely feel for her. I can't really dismiss her. Her, um, you know, just being mean to to Darius, but like. I, I definitely can feel what she's feeling, you know, um, and and I don't know, maybe you can kind of sympathize as well as somebody who runs, you know, a, a big or great YouTube channel um, and a website and a podcast. Like, do you feel like everything that she's saying there outside of like the negative comments uh, towards Darius? <laughs> yes, yes. And I've gotten many complaints with people that I've been around with in real life. They're like, do you need to be on your phone all the time? And you're like, you don't understand. <laughs> yep. I tweeted something and people didn't agree with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's damage control at this point <laughs> yeah yeah exactly i mean like you know we're, we're always trying to run things and to to try to maximize our time and and uh after you know devoting so much time and energy to, to certain tasks and things that you do like you can't help but be bugged and bothered by little you know little comments and you know you shouldn't be um mm -hmm. another thing i saw floating on twitter just today or the, the past few days is like would you take uh, negative comments from somebody that you wouldn't take advice from or something like that. So like, I, I, I probably butchered it, but like, you know, you, you got to kind of like take it at its face value, you know? So yeah. it's tough though. It's tough. So I can side with her. She, she maybe needs to straighten a few things out before she starts like talking like that. But, uh, but I, I kind of get it. I kind of get it. Yeah. These are teenagers. And, mm -hmm. um, despite what Roxy says in the episode about uh, teenagers being very accepting. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what teenagers are like in, in the UK? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, anyway, so, you know, uh, in true Jurassic fashion, uh, a storm rolls in again. We get another storm here. Just a, a bad weather day out there, I guess. So, Well, the... as he said, it was moving off the coast, but apparently it moved back. <laughs> <laughs> Look, they're even poking fun at, at Jurassic. I love it. Um, which, you know, these counselors, they're they're good at uh, keeping an eye on the weather, I guess. But um, not do you, the kids. Not the kids. Yeah, not the kids at all. <laughs> the whole first season is just how can we get these counselors to leave the kids alone again? I, I don't get it. It's just like, let's trust these kids to stay right here. 
after several incidences already, like, let's just let them stay right here. It'll be all good. It'll be fine. Take the keys away. How did these gyrospheres, <laughs> how did this, okay, I have to go into a diatribe. How did this park exist for years without problems? And in the course of like three days, where when this is taking place, the movie Jurassic World is also taking place. And for some reason, this is the only time that there are actual issues. <laughs> how does the gyrospheres not have a kill switch that someone can hit to keep people from using them when they're not supposed to or going off road in the movie like yep. how how do they not have these types of controls instead of saying hey kids stay here they just be like power it down gyrosphere or something yeah but no these things are completely at the mercy of whoever has them yeah yeah that moment in jurassic world when it's like all right everybody return to the base like there should be an automatic button that just takes control and they just go back to the base like automatically right you or know? at least not go out the perimeter <laughs> yeah there has to be some sort of boundary but no th this park is really bad at, at maintaining things and so are the uh so are the counselors and i yeah i don't know i don't know why they continually put their trust in these kids but uh yeah bad idea for so apparently they have to go ahead and uh you know because the radio signal is bad so they have to go let the others know that they're turning around um which leaves the kids to have a, a pretty fun experience that's kind of terrifying all at the same time um you know, the the storm is scaring off the dinosaurs and Darius is like, all right, you know, let's go get that thing. You're going to have some great content. You know, he, he's he's working her to be able to go find that dinosaur. And he's yeah. kind of right. Like, I'm, I'm watching her video footage. I'm like, oh, man, that's pretty awesome. Like, they're straight up right behind the Sinoceratops as it's as it's running away. It's pretty awesome. I mean, they, they have tracking devices. They're within some kind of big pen. I'm sure when the counselors got back, they'd be like, hey, listen, the Sinosaurotops just went that way. Mm -hmm. Like, But nope, we have to have a wrangling scene. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, they're they're decent at it, though. They they do corral the Sinosaurotops. Um, but, uh, yeah, on... Unlike what Jimmy Fallon says, these things are are extremely penetrable. You know, these <laughs> these these things just get destroyed left and right. And uh, Sinoceratops, which I I love that that dinosaur, and you know the fact that it wasn't in Jurassic World, but they're showcasing like all these different pens and paddocks and you know fields and, and stuff for them to graze in it, it makes it more believable that like hey we had the brachiosaurus and the sinoceratops and all those off in a different area so i i love that i love that about this yeah. show um so they're they're chasing this dinosaur and they're and they're like let's get up on the uh, on either side and, and trap it and sammy's <laughs> on the radio going guys i'm a cattle rancher hello hey <laughs> listen to me i know how to deal with this and no one's listening to her whatsoever and she's like you're gonna spook it Mm -hmm. And what happens? Well, yeah, they all get stranded. They all get stuck. And, and specifically, uh, um, Darius and Brooklyn uh, get in a bad situation in a little bit. Um, so there's something interesting, though. There's every now and then this show will try to – it try to like goes outside of like uh, realistic things, I feel like. Um, it doesn't do it too often. You know, there's a lot of believable moments. Most of the stuff's pretty believable. Um, <laughs> at this point, um, they, they, uh, there's like a bunch of sticks and <laughs> Yasmina like piles a bunch of sticks up against a, a log and just like uses it as a ramp. And then they're taking vines and tying them together and getting the gyrosphere out of the water while tying it around the sinoceratops. How does this work for you? Does this feel realistic? Does it feel natural? Like it would actually I work? 
It was edited 80s montage style. So like anything edited in a montage with music is believable to me. Like a training <laughs> sequence in a day somehow makes you completely good at boxing or whatever. Yeah. I can buy it. Okay. What, what's funny to me is that the counselors finally meet up with whoever they were going to. They're standing on a small ledge and they're chatting. And all of a sudden dinosaurs knock their Jeep off the <laughs> cliff. Yeah. And it's like... There, there can't be four hours passing without some terrible life-threatening <laughs> thing happening in Jurassic World. Yeah. And I, like, how is there this much drama in just the, the short course of time that we've seen this park operate? And how mm -hmm. have no one else been dying all the time? I don't, I don't know. And yeah, people are getting out of their vehicles way too much. Like, I, I don't understand. What are they doing? Why are they standing out on this cliff? Like, what is happening there? Uh, apparently there's like a reset reset button because the truck is fine like a minute later oh that's true just tip it back maybe they got some vines and uh, tied it over <laughs> used a cynoceratops to pull it oh probably wait, what's with the mud pit is this quicksand i like okay it's a I cartoon show i need to step i need to take a step back and realize mm. that this is for children but man this is a dangerous place yeah. <laughs> how many dinosaurs have been lost down in that pit <laughs> <laughs> we lost another one to the mud pit. I, I really wish there was just like th the top of a Brachiosaurus head like outside of the pit. And you're like, oh my God, how deep is it? <laughs> I, I, you know, okay. But you know what? They did tie that vine around yeah. both of the seats inside of the gyrosphere really, really well. Yeah, they did, a good, they did a good job. <laughs> I love it though. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't like uh, make me think any, any less of the show or anything. I, I just have fun with it. It's, it's good. And it's like, it's on the edge. It's like, okay, I can maybe believe this a little bit. It's not too far off. So I, I'm good with it. It's fine. <laughs> but uh, we end up back at the camp and uh, Roxy's yelling at the kids again. And, and, you know, again, she's just like, Hey kids stay here. <laughs> Wait, Stay you know what? We, we did skip the funniest, the, the biggest oh, laugh that? I got out of this episode was um, when they were going around before they rescued them from the mud pit. They uh, they picked up two other of the kids and it's a hard cut to four of them in one gyrosphere. <laughs> yeah. and it's the funniest thing because of the, the visual of them. They're like, come on, you got to go. Boom. And it's just a quiet moment with them in all squeezed into one gyrosphere. And like that made me laugh. I wrote it down because it made me laugh so hard. Yeah, I think they, they find yeah Kenji and Ben just like, clinging to each other in the jungle and they're like oh well uh, you want to get in <laughs> boom hard cuts so, to them inside all crunched up <laughs> there's so many okay. funny like hard cuts like that i love it it's so good um but yeah so the, the roxy's just yelling at the kids again they could have been killed you know stay here stay at the camp again um and uh, i have another audio clip here it's kind of like a continuation of what we heard uh towards the beginning with yaz and sammy so you kind of get uh the, the relationship kind of furthering here. So take a listen. Uh, I... If everyone would have listened to you, if I had listened, we wouldn't have had any problems. I'm not so great at trusting new people. So, my favorite color is black, my favorite food is pizza, and this is what I was doing before. I started drawing to kill time during track meets. I'm, I'm not very good, so you probably, probably won't even like them. I don't like them. 
I love them. I knew we were uh, gonna be friends. Not really a, a hugger. You are now. <laughs> it's, I just feel I feel bad for her because she's not very trusting and she finally lets someone into her shell and it turns out to be the double crosser. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's kind of the saddest thing about the situation. Yeah. Is that, like she's finally like that's not gonna help her with her trust issues. No. Is that the very next like moment in the show is we see that um and we should have guessed it because she's wearing Nedry's shirt. Yep. Like yep. <laughs> that, 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 it, it was it was there from the start it was always there and just didn't I, register i know yeah that's not even i like i watched it maybe one or two times before i realized i was like oh i was like looking at a picture later on i'm like oh my oh that's his shirt what was i thinking like of course <laughs> <laughs> so yeah yep, i mean yep. uh yaz is actually a pretty good artist so these characters are are pretty well rounded i think they're they're not just their you know stereotypes like she's just a sporty person she's got some, like an artistic side too and she's shy and sporty and so she's got everything she's she's great so i i love that they're they're opening up these characters and not just giving you very one-sided characters they are really good drawings and i don't know why mm -hmm. i question it like it's it's a move <laughs> it's a show made by like artists and it's a really beautiful show and i'm sitting here looking at these drawings and i'm like wow these are really good drawings yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> I think yeah. it's that it's that you know stereotype because like so many things uh, in in pop culture and, and media are like hey she's she's gonna be the sporty person that's it that's the only attributes attributes that she has at all so oh she's also a great artist and they they look phenomenal and you know maybe she sits off in her her corner and she's creating some really cool stuff and now she's opening up with Sammy and that's yeah that's not gonna be good I'm actually interested to see how how much more of that develops in the future so um, yeah. So at this point, um, uh, where are we at here? So Brooklyn and Darius kind of has have, have a similar situation. Darius is kind of sad that he messed up everything and realizes that, hey, I want people to like me too. Um, so they do have a lot more in common, even though Brooklyn's like, you you wouldn't understand. <laughs> so <laughs> No, <yeah>. it was lame. <laughs> <laughs> now you get it, dork. <laughs> like, okay, Brooklyn, no. So at this point, she leaves, she edits, she has to go, you know, post her content and all that stuff. And it leads us to uh, not a huge, you know, uh, clip for listening, but I'm going to play it anyway, just because it's uh, it's a wonderful little reveal here. So here's the here's the clip first. I'm going to go edit and post. <laughs> Later, dino nerd. Oh, and then the sign went boom. And then Brooklyn was like, ah! and then Kenji saved the day again. Yeah, that's not at all what happened. Just making your story better, bruh. <laughs> Look that way. Wait, come over here. Hellers. Look that way. Wait, come over here. Do you guys even huh? know how to do interviews? Darius, stand. No, stand to your left. No, your other left. What the? So, yeah, in that clip, uh, you know, she's kind of going over the footage from her phone and uh, notices in the background, uh, Sammy's not being too, too careful. She's scraping the inside of the Sinoceratops' mouth for, like, uh, a DNA sample or something and, you know, stuffs it in a little container. And uh, and also, Sammy is right behind her, and, and she notices that that Brooklyn sees the footage, and, and it's just, like, a bunch of drama. The, the music's, ten you know, there's a lot of tension in the music and everything. So... 
at this point, you know, we, we just talked about the shirt and everything, but uh, while you're watching the show for the first time, did you expect Sammy to be the spy or did you think it was going to be somebody else? No, I did not expect that um, because she was like the most outgoing. So it didn't seem logical. Um, like the, you know, Yaz being like all secretive and stuff, maybe that would be, but then it turns out, no, she's just hiding her creative side. But yeah, um, I, I watched that moment and all I could think was, is there no other easier way to just send people to get dinosaur spit and bring it back to other biofirms? <laughs> is there, it's like, is it really that? Okay. She does have knowledge of the Indominus we learn later <clears throat> and she's there to gather more than just something like this. But like, I remember in Jurassic World, they have a petting zoo and they're petting the dinosaur. And then it shows the kids hands covered in saliva after feeding yeah. one of like the gallimimus or something. And it's like, just put that into a little test tube and take it to another firm. Is it like, it's not that hard to get spit from these dinosaurs. <laughs> Maybe the Cynoceratops is in a more protected field or something. I don't know. But yeah, it's just, it, it, to me, it seemed like there might be easier ways to then, then to, um, yeah send children to a special camp <laughs> at this point i think jurassic world's what been operating for 10 years so mm -hmm. yeah you're right mm -hmm. like why why are we still 10 years in still trying to get samples and stuff like that i have no idea it's pretty crazy that they're you know there's still companies out there which we do we do learn the name of this one i forget what it, it's a um I don't know. Uh, Man it's not Man Manticore, or whatever. Manticore, I think, right? Yeah. Um, oh, okay. But um, but yeah, it's just it's so funny that there's still all these companies. Even and I don't know if you read the Evolution of Claire book, but there's a company in there that's trying to do similar things. And you're like, what is happening here? Like, so many <laughs> companies just want this information. And I guess you know part of that is in in Fallen Kingdom. You know, you got that you know uh, black market of of all these people that want to buy dinosaurs. So. Uh, yeah. it's, it's just ongoing for some reason. Yeah. It's just, no one's got the magic touch the way that, uh, Dr. <laughs> Wu does. So they all want to like, look at his homework. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, and the best way to do that is send in uh, a teenager to go get that information yeah. for us. Well, they have, they have, uh, you know, unprecedented access to backstage areas. I, I get, do. I get that. I mean, she did look at a computer in the lab and learn more stuff about something. So that's valuable. Yeah. I, I, I'm just not sure how the skin samples are that valuable. Yeah. I mean, it, this is, we should have seen this coming from the, from the start, um, which when when did it show up? It showed up in the second episode, I think the end of the second episode with the drone, I believe. Um, so we should have seen this kind of storyline coming when you learn that this show is going to be like a Willy Wonka esque kind of situation where like you know you you win your golden ticket you go to the park well what what what's the other what's the like other side of that story for Willy Wonka? It's like oh Slugworth and like you know, trying to get the, the trade secrets. And of course, that's what we have here with this Manticore company. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to get the uh, everlasting gobstopper from Sammy and uh, it works out. <laughs> I like your analogy, but Slugworth was a good guy. He was just, that's true. That's true. that's true. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> well, I mean, well, technically is in that story, is there a Slugworth outside of this, this fake guy? I don't even know. Is there? That's true. That's true. Don't <laughs> we don't know yet. <laughs> we'll have to. Yeah, we'll have to wait for a sequel to that one. I guess uh, another a reboot. Another reboot, maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that ends the uh, the episode right there. That would just um, 
you know, it created a lot of drama, and, and every one of these episodes ends in a pretty decent cliffhanger so far, and I love it. Yeah. I love it. The show is is going all these different places, opening up new experiences, and it's, it's you know, it nailed it right off the bat for me. Did, did it do the same for you? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, okay. Like, watching the first scene of the first episode, um, and I'm sitting here going, hmm, is this fake? But besides that, <laughs> because it was a VR experience or whatever, uh, the second he looks down, and there's all these, like, raptor bones or something, mm -hmm. and I see the uh, 3D modeled created uh, resonating chamber from Jurassic Park 3, as soon as I saw it, and then, like, more stuff <laughs> happens, and then he looks down again, and he, he sees it, too. And I'm like, first, I thought it was an Easter egg, and I'm like, this is the greatest show I have ever seen in my entire life. I just saw an Easter egg <laughs> for Jurassic Park 3, in the first minute and a half and then he uses it to talk to the raptors and i'm like nope this is the this is the best show i've ever seen yeah yeah and oh man i can't wait to see what happens in this next season because like you know what what are the easter eggs going to be what are the tie-ins going to be like i i can't wait it's going to be so much fun it's going to be awesome what what are you what are you most looking forward to i guess out of the second season I mean, honestly, just the the unknowns of it that that like they were restricted to staying within the time period of the first movie and tying it all together. And I think in the next episode, especially, they're forced to kind of quickly cut to the chase and literally get to the chase. Um, <laughs> but like the next time they have so much to play with and like it's more open world and they can do whatever they want and create any kind of storylines they want. So um, and also Bumpy. <laughs> oh, Bumpy. Uh, all right. So we'll, we're going to see you back in the fourth episode here. But uh, before we head out, where can everybody find you online if they want to find out, um, you know, more of your work and stuff? Uh, I am Theme Park Stop on the YouTube and Alicia Stella on Twitter. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me. It's been it's been a, a blast. Always fun talking about Jurassic. <laughs> yeah, I, I almost got that farmer that, that, that farmer to come on, but I'm glad I got you instead. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy's busy right now. <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. Make sure to find us over on JurassicParkPodcast.com. Find us over on Twitter at Jurassic Park Pod, on Instagram at Jurassic Park Podcast, and on Facebook as well. Please subscribe to us over on YouTube and follow us on all major podcasting platforms. Thanks, everybody. Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.